1: Welcome to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus, 508 996 0500 is how you can join me this evening. Um, so, what happened today? And a lot is continuing to happen today. Um, at 8 o'clock, we're going to have school committee member Ross Grace. He's going to join us. We may have another member of the school committee join us later on as well. Um, to, you know, schedule permitting, but um, <clears throat> uh, just so people know, uh, I reached out to everybody. Uh, so I heard Chris Cotter earlier today on on Barry's show, and so I reached out to the rest of the members of the school committee that hadn't had the opportunity for airtime yet, and I wanted to give them that opportunity. So Ross is going to be joining us at eight o'clock. Um, maybe another member of the school committee afterwards we will say, again, schedule permitting. And I'm also going to be joined by you throughout the evening at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on with me. Um, so, happy Friday uh, to everyone. It may not have been, I guess, a, probably a, um, for now Ward 3 City Council, Sean Oliver, who's just sworn in. I guess in some, you know, it had to be in some respects a happy Friday. You know, he he worked really hard uh, to to be elect to get the job of Ward 3 City Councilor, and he got sworn in. Uh, On the other hand, um, much of the headlines surrounding his big day were not about his swearing in. They were about um, posts that he had had, uh, written on Facebook, which a lot of people, I think, rightfully— a lot of people have said are offensive to uh, members of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, There's also, I think, lost and all that his post on the minimum wage, which I definitely thought was offensive. But what I will say before we get into this and. I'm not excusing anything Sean posted because I think it was all stupid. Some pe- I heard some people say, oh, it was a joke. It's not funny, but um, it's not funny at all. But um, I've met Sean. I've had a few personal interactions with Sean in terms of him being like you know there's some stuff like there was some chatter about him being like a dangerous guy I I don't think that's I don't think that's correct that he's like gonna present a danger to individuals in the LGBTQ community having said that those posts definitely present I think for him an opportunity uh, you know in the backlash from all this I think present an opportunity for him to maybe if he if he chooses to be better educated on the plight of transgender individuals or individuals of the LGBTQ um, uh, community more broadly. After he'd called in uh, on election eve, uh, we had um, Andy Pollock had called in. Um, we had gotten a bunch of calls, but Andy Pollack had called in. He he is the um, he is the president of the South Coast LGBTQ Network. Um, now they they don't um, they they didn't take a position on this. He took his own position, and he had just talked about you know how every year they have a Trans Day of Remembrance because many transgender women are subjected to violence and oftentimes lethal lethal violence. I uh, remarked that the life, uh, the average, the life expectancy for a cha- uh, an African American transgender woman is 36 years old. That is striking, right? So you think about that, you think about some of the bills that were passed in Florida, like the Don't Say Gay bill or the bill that in Tennessee, that's, you know, I think very obviously a way to backdoor. Um, I think very obviously a way to backdoor uh, a ban on transgender individuals um, being existing. Uh, I I think it's, I think there is definitely, you know, I think that protest, like making your concerns heard, I think is a reasonable and maybe necessary thing to do now. I don't know if I made this clear. There was a protest today at New Bedford High. You know, I remember I'd gotten that email last night on the air, and I would read it to you guys live as I'd gotten it on the air from an anonymous. It was an anonymous email from who, people who purported to be a group of students. Now, there was a protest afterwards, so I am going to assume that the... um I'm going to assume, and I see your calls online. We'll get to them in a second at 508-996-0500. I'm going to assume uh, that, you know, there was actually a group of students behind it because we did see a protest later. And a fairly fairly large one at that. So that protest continued into the swearing-in ceremony this evening at 6 p.m. at City Hall. Uh, Carlos Felix actually sent me some pictures uh, from New Bedford Live. He sent me some pictures that uh, I just got. Uh, I wasn't able to make it there because it's at six. I'm here usually before the show, getting ready, whatever. So I, I couldn't make it. Um, so I appreciate Carlos sending me those pictures. But the there was probably about fifteen to twenty people. They had signs: "Protect Trans Kids," "Trans Rights Are Human Rights." Um, it looked like younger people looked like high school aged people, uh, for the most part. Um, from what I saw, I'll have to take another look at it. So it looked like some of the people that protested at, um, New Bedford high school today, uh, had followed into Sean's, uh, swearing in at UMass. Uh, I mean at UMass at, uh, at city hall. So, it's probably not something you know it's probably not a one and done type thing it looks like it's something that's seems like an issue that's going to continue and probably something that now counselor oliver uh should uh take head on um and see if there's a way to ameliorate this backlash now we did, get a, we did get statements from elected officials. There is a statement from uh, Carmen Amaral. I just want to read, and again, I see your calls on the line. We're going to get to them in just a second. But I wanted to read this statement from Carmen Amaral because uh, I think there was some speculation that she was orchestrating this, um, and she wanted to make it clear it wasn't that she wasn't. I personally don't... I mean, I don't... Her being an education leader, I don't really see... I don't really see why her as an education administrator at um, Old Colony, probably a pretty good job, right, would risk that to orchestrate a protest of students um, at a different school uh, against her opponent. Now, she has been supportive of it, but I think it's uh, one thing to be you know, broadly supportive of young people expressing their First Amendment rights, another thing to like, you know, puppeteer, not puppeteer, but orchestrate the whole thing. I don't think she did it personally, but here's her statement because, I, like I said, I know there's some speculation behind it. I'd seen some on some posts online speculating about it. I heard some speculation about it, and I don't think there's any reason uh, to believe it. But here's here's her post. Um, here's what she said. And I'm just going to pull it up, and again, then we'll get to the phones and the app chat messages that I see. So she said... So she said... Yeah, she said she wasn't... uh, She nor her campaign committee isn't uh wasn't in uh nor her campaign committee was invo- involved in organizing the protest but she said however i respect our youth's right to publicly and collectively de- declare their disapproval of council election all over social media posts as well as their decision to hold city leaders accountable for failing c- to condemn such speech and promote an inclusive community where all t- children feel accepted and safe this there is no democracy without accountability she said Elected officials have a responsibility to promote respect, tolerance, and understanding in their language. There's no place for speech that is harmful to marginalized communities because it stigmatizes and discriminates against already vulnerable groups and contributes to a climate of fear and hostility. It creates division and conflict within society by pitting different groups against each other and and fostering a sense of us versus them rather than promoting unity and understanding. I'm an educational and community leader. I have tremendous respect for young people and believe they have much to teach us as adults with different lived experiences. It is our responsibility to listen to them, learn from them, and give them the tools that they uh, give them the tools to work towards a future in which they feel safe and can thrive. As always, I will continue to advocate for vulnerable groups and promote a culture of inclusivity and respect and empathy to build a better New Bedford uh, uh, for all. So that's um. That's what she had said that hadn't been included in the commentary today, so I just wanted to make it make sure that was read uh, on the air because you did hear from Mr. Oliver. you heard from uh, you know John Mitchell and Jane Burgo. There were some conversations about um there were some conversations again I've seen online and elsewhere about suggesting she had something to do with it. so I just wanted to read her statement because you had heard from everybody else today. But five zero eight nine nine six oh five hundred how get in the program. Good evening, you're live.
2: Hey, good evening, Marcus. How's it going? Good. Um, so you, you said the, uh, first of all, you know, I listen to you guys pretty regularly, and I hadn't really caught up to this story until I saw it on uh, Channel 10, I believe, this morning, that there was going to be a protest. So then I, you know, I got on the website, I saw, you know, what was going I just, I, I didn't, I hadn't, maybe I missed your show when you were discussing it. So what happened it was,
1: on, so this is what happened in terms of the protest, because we definitely talked about the...
2: I know you have. I just happen to miss it. So I, I, I was just explaining. I was kind of
1: so late so, to the game. so so so. Here's so here's here's the thing. Last night, in terms of the protest, I got that email at like nine forty-five. So right. it was like the last thing I did in the show was like as the. You know the waning in the waning minutes of the show last night. But I had, had read that
2: you had discussed the, pro, the, um, the post. The yeah, I, I'd had book.
1: so on on uh, election.
2: I missed I missed that part of it. That's yeah, so what so scared. what
1: happened was on election eve. Actually, I had uh, I had Sean Oliver on, and then I had uh, Carmen Amaral later, and in between, and I'd asked them both about that, and I'd I'd ask I'd asked Sean a few questions, and then afterwards there were people that called in, both, you know.
2: And what was In, the name of the group? What was the name of the group that um, was was endorsing um, his opponent that um, brought it out? The uh committee the, for social justice. The or, coalition
1: for social coalition, justice. Type. Yeah.
2: Coalition for social justice. So they they had brought it to the forefront. So mm-hmm. first of all, I'm I'm not a Facebook guy, so I I wouldn't see this anyway. But so as I read the BS, online story. Um, it referred me back to the original posts, and I saw the picture, the, 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 kind of the more famous one with the the, the guy in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and 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 it's your judgment that that's not funny. And yeah, I, yeah, you know, you know, humor is in the eye of the beholder. Sure, I thought I thought it was some people. Thought, there, there are some, there are some people. I, kind of, I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was. I actually kind of thought it was a, a clever juxtaposition of. It, the the victim there wasn't the uh, the, the person next to. I, I, it's hard to figure out what was there. Well, well. The,
1: victim, the victim was. It said <clears throat> were, we're Democrats. There's right? no. Yeah. There's. But here's the thing. Um... In terms of I
2: know, I mean, what, what the, humor is the subjective,
1: image. but there's there's people that probably still think minstrel shows are funny, right? So, like, yeah, humor is subjective, but there's things that I think mo- there's a at least a yeah, non-zero. Who
2: is the, so who was the victim in that image of that post, that particular one of the of the picture of the picture? Of well, I think it was clearly
1: targeting – I think that was clearly targeting, you know, um, the Democrats – Broader acceptance of transgender women and transgender yeah. individuals.
2: So it was a political. It was a political commentary. Okay. So who was the, but who was the victim? I think
1: transgender who, individuals, who, who because would, they're, they're saying they're friend. saying that would they're saying but they're but what they're saying is the presence of a transgender individual um, or even someone who cross dresses in a bathroom would make you regret just being around them and voting Democrat, right? If you vote a Democrat and they're around, you like, I shouldn't have done that because I don't want this person around in this space.
2: Well, well I mean, yeah, yeah, right. I, OK, that's that seems to be a, a reasonable yeah. uh, analysis of it. Sure. Is that um, it, it's a kind of a controversial issue, right? Because yeah. And then there was makes, the it's been around for a while. Right. It, it is controversial. so I
1: mean, I, It's controversial because the Republicans make it controversial. I don't think it has to be controversial. I mean, you
2: think you think it's a, a strictly uh, partisan thing that?
1: Yeah. Um, totally.
2: W- really. The bath so like you, all that so bathroom all that what all that bathroom, bathroom, bathroom bill issue, stuff. You think the bathroom issue is a partisan thing.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know. So it, I if said you said could there, think of some are, Democrat, com- if you if uh, if you if you could think of some that. Democrats that 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 have like filed any of those bathroom bills. Um, transgender like bathroom bills. If you think of some Democrats that have done that, some like prominent Democrats or somebody in Congress or even someone here, you know, I'd I'd be, I'd be, you know, uh, I'd be open to changing my position on that. But it's, yeah, strictly a partisan issue, I
2: I think. Yeah, yeah, Democrats are for um, uh, open bathrooms and Republicans are against it. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, well it's a partisan yeah, issue. Yeah, it's a partisan issue. G- Democrats are typically for transgender women being able to use the bathroom the, that matches the gender they identify with. You know, not yeah, just a, I, not just a matter of what body part I, is below would, your I belt. Republican Republicans want whatever body parts below your belt is where you go.
2: Right. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Right. Listen. I. I mean. I kind of get the that your your assessment of what the party. Politics are. I would give you a different approach and say that there are community standards that have been changing throughout the history of this country, mm-hmm. and they've they they've been evolving, and they don't evolve overnight. Sure. And and this particular one has evolved pretty quick, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure that if if it is a partisan issue, that a partisan. Uh, uh, meme is you know because it well I think I think it was, I think it was... I, but I, so this is my final point, Mark. Because I I know this is one of the people on the line. To me, I'm not sure how that's threatening anybody to make a point that just they're just re- refer, reaffirming what you just said. I think it's a you find partisan an issue if you're and in that, a position that meme, of that mean that mean reinforces it's a partisan issue.
1: Well, well, first, yeah, of course. I mean, What's it's all it's all fairly partisan. But the the Why thing. The well it's kind of the because the, the, the thing is is he's in a position of power now right he's in a position of of, of, of power he can present motions he can write uh, he can write laws local laws he can try to convince his colleagues to pass them he now has a platform as an elected official which um, means a lot if whenever you say something as an elected official it becomes news so if he were to take and I'm not saying he's going to and I don't think he will But I think their concern would be if he were to take these stances, which transgender people might be threatened by, like, hey, let's have a citywide bathroom bill or something like that. Right. Hey, I'm not going to approve that. I am voting to not approve the school, uh, the school department's budget because the city council approves the school department's budget until they change their bathroom policy. Right. You could have something like that. I I think that's already happened.
0: What do you I mean?
2: mean? It's happening it's in favor of making sure that there are, you know. I mean, this is a co- very controversial thing. It's not. It's, it's been this thing has been batted back and forth. It's well, there's also, I mean, there's the country, also a few right? other things
1: like cha- teach kids to change gears, not genders. Assuming oh,
2: that, know, that. So those, yeah, the other one. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That so one, that that assumes if you, you look at the end of it, they bring back manual transmissions, like you know. Yeah, yeah, but that was but it's a it's, it's one.
1: It's again, you know, I I guess if you think it's funny, I I don't, but like you're assuming what because someone can you can't do both. Like if you, you know, you can't.
2: I mean, so well, should should you teach kids to change genders, so or should you let kids decide what they want to do?
1: I think gender dysphoria. I'm not even. I think gender dysphoria is a clinically diagnosed condition, and so I'll let the medical and and I'll let the med- the, the clinical experts, you know, just sure. d- deal so with I deal with that particular with, what's
2: issue. Got to do with teaching it? If you teach kids to change gears, and well, gender, I think that's
1: kind of the point too. Is that it's not like. You know
2: why, why is that? Why is that a teacher? Why is a teacher supposed to be? That's the point, that though. People aren't
1: teaching kids to change. People aren't teaching kids that. That's the whole point. It plays into that whole. It plays into the whole moral panic. the The, the transgender issue is just a is just a retread of the moral panic on gays. That's exactly what it is. The LGBTQ community. That's what. That's what this whole transgender issue is. All this stuff about teachers being groomers and all of that stuff. That's all just a retread so, right yeah, of the moral yeah, panic. Yeah, so
2: you have seen. You have seen um, instances where, uh, particularly in Virginia, seems to be the, the hotbed of this, whether it's Fairfax or Loudoun County, where um, some, some school member, uh, 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 school board members, suggest that. Um, regardless of whether or not there's abuse at the home, that, that teachers should not be required to inform the crypto-Christian, I've forgotten the term she used, um, crypto-Christian parents about their, their students' you know, private conversations about mm-hmm. their sexuality with their teachers and their counselors. And some, that's controversial is all I'm saying. It's it's not really quite as black and white as you want to make it. It's not as Republican Democrat as you want to. Make it.
1: I mean, again, it, I, 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 I think I think it pretty standard, I think it pretty clearly. Yeah, there's one party making an issue about it, and there's another one that's not. I, I mean, it's just very black and white. It's clearly a partisan issue.
2: You think it's black and white that that a child should maybe be, um, you know, um, counselled into puberty blockers?
1: Yeah. Again. That's not not something, not something. I think not something that's actually happening. People aren't. There's not, not this
2: happening. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Thanks for the call. I got other calls in line. I much. appreciate it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening.
3: How's it going? Good evening. Good. How you doing? So uh, I was at the uh, city council uh, the, the swearing in of uh, Sean, and uh, he had his family there. It was you know it was a nice nice little event. Everybody was respectful, even the protesters were uh can you hear me okay yep uh even the protesters were well behaved and uh one thing i noticed uh was you know sean sean went over and uh tried to shake everyone's hands oh. and uh you know reach out and That's uh good. You know, and, and basically say hey i'm here i'm going to work with you and you're welcome to call me anytime anything like that not everybody you know wanted to and he asked for, you know, the person who was the leader or the uh, the organizer of the event. And uh, he was pointed out to a, a, a trans woman that was there. And, uh, you know, he once again reached out to, uh, uh, um, you know, extend his hand. And, uh, uh, and, and they shook hands uh, and, and tell her uh, he'd like to work uh, alongside in any way they could, you know, start communicating, whatever. The only thing I unfortunately, and this is where a lot of times these things get lost with people and they, and they lose support. Uh, she looked at him then in his eyes and was like, you better get on your knees and beg. And uh, to me, that was just... Who said that? Of, uh, uh, she did, uh, the trans woman.
1: Oh, that's too bad.
3: Yeah, it's a shame. You know, yeah. why? You know Why go to that extent? Because, you know, obviously it's not an easy thing for, for Sean to go over there. First days of life, he's his family. Then he. And he did the right thing. He went over there, extended his hand, and, and, and it wasn't easy for him. I noticed, but he did it, and he yeah. wants to, uh, uh, you know, try and uh, uh, be part of uh, <laughs> whatever it is he's trying to do. I just gave him credit for that. But sure. unfortunately, that took place. And another thing that took place today at the uh, if I can I speak, can I keep going?
1: Yeah, I got a couple more minutes before I got to hit a break. Okay. Sure.
3: And, and at the and, and these things get lost. I guess I was I was at the uh, protest out at the high school,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and there was a couple of people that were saying racist remarks. Like what? Like oh, could we get a f the white man? And everybody starts cheering. Then we had another one that was uh, you know he's just a uh, typical white whatever type of pro- whatever. I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and, and look at the video. Okay. You know, you know we, nobody corrected them. Nobody stepped in to say, hey, that's not appropriate. You know what I mean? It just, to me, it kind of tarnished the whole thing, uh, you know, and it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? But, hey, I hope we can all work this out because, uh, you know, there's a lot of business in the city uh, that the city council needs to tend to. So hopefully Absolutely. this gets out, worked out really quick. And, uh, you know, that's all I got to say for, t- for today, buddy.
1: appreciate it. Thanks, Carlos. Have a good one. Um, all right, I see some calls on the line. Uh, if you can just hold for a few minutes, I will get to you after this break. 1420 WBSN. 508 is how you can join me this evening. Um, we're going to be joined by... Um, Ross Grace, perhaps another school committee member as well afterwards. Um... Uh, and we're also joined by you at 508 app chat from, um, from a Marcus in New Bedford. Uh, Marcus Uno in New Bedford. Uh, nothing gets me triggered like anti-white racism. These young kids don't know what it's like to be a white man this day and age. I'm assuming that's a uh, tug in cheek. Um, yeah, I, have never, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to say, um, And we're going to have school committee member uh, Melissa Costa actually join us at 9 o'clock as well. So we're going to have two members of the school committee. We've got Ross Grace at 8, 8.05, Melissa Costa at uh, 9, 9.05, right after the news. Um, uh, And until then, and after then, we'll be joined by you at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get in the program. You know, so it's, it's one of these things that like, okay, yeah, it's partisan. It's this, these issues, every issue is a partisan issue, right? <laughs> every issue is a, um, uh, every issue is a partisan issue, right? So it's a matter of, do you understand that this person, this candidate has these positions on things and does that... Align with your general philosophy towards this issue or that issue. Like the the minimum, I, I you know, listen, I, I, I think he has says, I'll give him credit. Uh, if he's went to, and I've heard from other people, um, that this, this swearing in ceremony went pretty smoothly and I'm going to give Sean Oliver credit for, for walking up to these individuals, And um, attempting a dialogue. Uh, I think it's uh, probably something that's expected of you now that, you know, if you become an elected official, but he still did it, right? Um, And I think, again, there's an opportunity for teachable moments here, right? Uh, It is (laughs) once you enter public life. Once you everything you say is amplified and carries influence, you have to be more careful about what you say going forward. Now, you know, I think that I think John's learned that lesson. And I think now that he's a city councilor, I think he will move forward in a positive way. But, we'll, you know. And I don't know how much overlap there's going to be with this issue. Having said that, listen, those posts were bad. Those, all of those posts were bad. The transgender posts were really bad. The minimum wage post was, I think equally awful. And it doesn't get talked about as much. Um, I think was equally awful, uh, in what, in what that implies as well. Um, but again, I think the fact that, you know, Mr. Oliver is looking to start a dialogue is good. Um, I think that's a good thing. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Good evening. Well, what's with all
2: the, like the guy was saying, the anti-white stuff and everything that people were chanting? Is there any outcry about that?
1: Yeah, I haven't. So I haven't heard any of uh, of that yet. Um, I personally don't think that's an issue. Um, It's not like... uh, you know, uh, white people aren't like a marginalized group like transgender individuals or people of color. So, um, you know, But if, these, if
2: white has so much privilege, then why are these people pretending to be non-white like this recent lady? Like the it was Rachel Dolezal. Rachel um, Dolezal. It was
1: like that was like 10 years ago.
2: But now there's this recent one. The lady, the, the she was pretending that she was a Muslim. This was just a couple of days ago. I didn't see it. Rachel Sorazadi, yes, she changed her name to, and the, oh. her mother came out and said that she was white as the driven snow, and she was yes. uh, Irish and everything else. There's another one. I'm just saying, well, why, I just don't understand. You know, it, and again, I, I, I feel bad for the people with these, uh, you know, with these feelings that they're of another, you know, uh, sex or anything like that. But I mean, where's the rights of the of the Christian people that. You know, believe in the Bible, and and that don't think that they should be mixed. In, you know, be forced to go into a bathroom with someone that's a man dressed as a woman.
1: Is that a um? Is that a is that a is that a Christian tenet? The the, the oh, yeah, sanctity absolutely. of bathrooms.
2: Yep, Deuteronomy twenty two five. Mm. Well. A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's some other stuff in Deuteronomy that probably um don't we probably don't adhere to but uh we don't adhere to now so
2: but, what if someone adheres to that i'm not uh, i'm not gonna
1: yeah well we don't have to debate the the, the finer points of the bible but the thing is is that when we're talking about but what if someone does believe in the bible well then they can they
2: have the right to that
1: they have a right to that but their their right to practice their faith doesn't override anybody so else's so
2: leviticus 18:22. do not practice homosexuality having sex with another man as with a woman is a detestable sin.
1: Well then then you are you, they allowed
2: to believe
1: in that? You're allowed you're allowed to believe in it but oh,
2: you're just not allowed to say it out loud.
1: You can say it out loud but you have to deal with the consequences of that. And if the consequences the are consequence? people if the consequences are people protest you uh, at school or people protest you while you're being it, sworn in, I'm if I'm I'm if, it, if the consequences religion, are that if you lose an election I'm and
2: I thought that this country was born on the right to me for, to practice my religion, which is Christianity.
1: You can practice your religion, but that doesn't mean everybody else has to practice your religion. I just can't say it. You can say it. I'm but not
2: it, saying they have to practice, it, but I'm not allowed to even say it, though. You're saying that you're saying that people aren't even allowed to say it or post it. or they are going to be canceled? I
1: didn't say people aren't going to aren't allowed to be po- are allowed I mean, to say it, post it. They just. Allowed.
2: Someone posted something that was against another person's belief, and they're going to be canceled.
1: I don't know what that means. He was just sworn in today. He won his election after it came out. He won his election after the story came out. He was just sworn in. Where is he being canceled?
2: This is what the whole day was about, and yesterday as well. The protests and everything. Yeah, they were protesting.
1: You can't protest the statements of an elected official.
2: You can protest all you want, but I'm saying, why don't we have the right? And I'm not speaking for anyone else but myself. Why can't someone have the right to say, "Hey, I don't believe in that"? As soon as you say that, what you're if, either a racist or a bigot or a whitey or a cracker or something else. What if someone you know what was? Mean?
1: What if there was someone who was, um, let's say, of a different faith, like Islam or? Yep and they said uh, the crime for apostasy is death, so people who leave the, the Muslim faith uh, must die if they say that publicly, if an elected official yeah. said that publicly, right? Would that be would something say, that was acceptable? Do you think, well, he has the right to say it, or do you think that that person the, would it's rightfully it's get off. some backlash for that?
2: And they do get the backlash, but the thing is they're allowed to, and I don't think anyone actually said that, because when they asked them, they, back, they backtrack on it and say, no, we actually we don't really believe in that part of it, you know?
1: yeah right. but the, but the, the point i'm trying to make is his right to say stuff isn't in question no one's saying you can't post that stuff what they're saying is um we don't want an elected official who does that now there were more people that decided that 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 wasn't an issue this time than did but if he were to i mean if he he can still continue on in that seat he can still run for re-election there's nothing keeping him from doing that there's nothing keeping him from 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 continuing to do the things that he's doing but if there are consequences like he's being protested people speaking out against the things he says or even if he were to lose his re-election bid in the fall that's just a consequence of 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 the things you say and you have a first amendment right but so does everybody else but has anyone
2: even seen what he's about or what he what his thoughts are i, I think a lot spoke. of people have that's why Did he won he you the election i, I mean you know
1: i think a lot of people i think a lot of people got a chance to meet him and like him. that's why he won the election Right,
2: and I hope he wins again. Really,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, he he's you know he won by hundred votes. It's you know not a it's a not it's a, it's a, it's a decent margin. He About he could win again. I
2: think it was almost seventy percent. Right?
1: Uh, I thought it was fifty-seven percent.
2: Uh, yeah, all right. Maybe my math There'll be more people I'll... out
1: in the next election and all that, but you know, um... all
2: I'm saying is, hey, everyone has their right to their own beliefs. Sure, you know. And I don't have to agree on yours. You don't have to agree on mine. But just because I say mine doesn't mean I need to, you know, lose my job and, you know, lose everything because I said what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And same thing with you. That, and that's the problem with today is that like any time someone, and, I don't, and I'm not speaking for anyone but Whoa. myself, but I'm saying the problem I, is you can't say your beliefs if you're on the Christian side or that side without being canceled. And that's the problem today.
1: I mean, Christians are like 70% of this country. I think every single one of our
2: uh, I think 70% maybe say that at Christians. You know, sure. Yeah, I case know, case but case like case. every, like
1: every, like every, every president yeah. we've ever had is identified as a Christian. You know, every, yeah, every, yeah, every, yeah, official, yeah. every, every elected de- official, every, every, every major decision maker in this country has aden- identified themselves as a Christian. Yeah, There's
2: a Christian church, quote unquote, Christian church in New Bedford that's, that's led by a, a transsexual person. So that I just want to say that. Sure.
1: Quote, well, unquote,
2: quote unquote, Christian. You know, so that 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 goes into the seventy percent.
1: Okay, um, yep. yeah. So it's I mean it's a religion, so it's sectarian. I mean, there's different people that believe in different stuff uh, in the in the Bible. Like I said, you don't believe in every single thing that's in the Bible. You don't follow it. You don't follow it. You don't follow every word literally, do you?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Bible is the is the is the 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 breath of God. That's the breath word of God. The whole Bible from start to finish. You can't take one pot out of it and say, "Hey, I don't like this pot, but I like that pot." Though from start to finish is the breathed word of god and that's christianity
1: well i gotta take this break i do appreciate you calling in um thank you very much Absolutely. Yeah, have a good one it. yeah um all right i gotta take a break uh if you want to call you can at 508-996-0500
0: download the wbsm app and listen to us everywhere you wash your hands the voices in the night that cover the news of the day
2: i heard the voices too
0: Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. More of South Coast Tonight happens now on WBSM.
1: Hey, welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can join me. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, we have uh, school committee member Ross Grace joining us at 8 o'clock. Uh, at 9 o'clock, school committee member Melissa Costa will be joining us um, to just give some commentary on the protest uh, that the student protest that happened today uh, at um at New Bedford High School, uh, over in Ward Three, where uh, the new counselor uh, was uh, Sean Oliver was uh, elected. So, I think you know just based on what one of the callers said, if there has been you know if if Sean's starting a dialogue with the with the with the people um, that were protesting, I think that's a good thing. Um, I think he should right and. Um, if the thing is, is if there are, he did say he's never, he's never, he, he did say he regretted it. Right. And today I personally felt like he did say he supported their right to protest. I personally felt like he was beating around the bush as to whether or not he like firmly stood by the the memes that he's been criticized for, for sharing. And for people who are saying today who are trying to say, Oh, well, he didn't say it, he just shared <laughs> Guys, it's not that's semantics. It's the same thing. You know, if you're sharing something that is an endorsement of the content of what you're sharing, unless you say, This is wrong. You shouldn't act li- you shouldn't act this way, that is that is speech. You are endorsing the thing that you say. Having said that, I think if he moves towards a dialogue with the groups that of, that he offended, um, I think that, that bodes well for him going forward. So, 508 996 0500 is how you can join me this evening. We'll also, take your messages on the WBSM app chat. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is South Coast tonight.
0: The WBSM app is.
1: So uh, let's go back to the phones. Good evening. You're live. Hello.
2: Hey, Marcus. How are you doing?
1: It's Ross Grace. Oh, hey, Ross. I'm going to hold you because uh, I want to start the interview at 8. All right. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Cool. Um, so that was school committee member Ross Grace. He's going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, what happened today. So, and then we'll be talking with Melissa Costa at, in the nine o'clock hour. So looking forward to those conversations, uh, and we'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat if you want to get involved in the conversation and, um, yeah, so a lot of interesting stuff happening that happened today. And I know that. You know, I, I think it was I think it's valuable to get the the, per, the perspective of the of the other um the, the members of the school committee that wanted to um to 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 talk with us about it. So I'm looking forward to speaking with them in the eight o'clock hour. So I'm interested to see how this unfolds going forward. Uh, whether or not something else happens. Um you know, I've said before. I don't know how this impacts the election. I mean, he was just sworn. In. He was just sworn in, but you, you've got to pull papers in like two months. So, um, you know, just as soon as he's able to. You know, whatever he wants to get done, if he can, he, he's got to he's got to pull papers and run for reelection. And I think you're probably going to see some people that were in that last election run again. And we'll see if this because this came out in the the wanting days of the uh, of the of the election, just a few days before. um the special election i think it came out on i think i got the email on thursday night and the, so the story started breaking on friday the election was tuesday so we'll see if that that continues but i th- I think we're probably going to hear more from local advocacy groups uh about this and hopefully hear from more from uh sean uh, uh about this i mean obviously he's got stuff he wants to do now that he's a city councilor, right and he's got a job he, he needs to do but I think there's also some, probably some, uh, some, some, some bridge building that needs to be done, which is something he campaigned on. So we'll see if he's um, able to get that done. But again, I think if he did uh, go and and introduce himself to those students and begin to start a dialogue, I I think that's constructive uh, uh, going forward for him and, and really everybody. So, all right, stay tuned.